Well, hey there, expert. Yeah, I'm talking to you. How long have you been doing what you've been doing? Even if you haven't been doing it for a long time, I'm willing to bet that most of the people you're trying to talk to in your newsletter, in your emails, the people that are listening to you, they don't know nearly what you know. They may just be a few steps behind or they may be way behind. They may be clueless. Who knows? So you're their expert, and we need you to own that. Okay, so you're trying to come up with stories and ideas for things to talk about with your supporters, your donors, the people that keep you out on the field doing the work that you're so good at, and you're like, I don't know what to say. A lot of us, when we're in that position, you know, and we're saying, I, I, I can't think of what to put in my newsletter. I can't think of what to send in my next email. I can't. Where are the stories? Where are the stories? And I, I do this too. We forget sometimes that we are actually experts in the thing that we do. You're living maybe in another country. You are traversing life in a different in a different culture, a different setting. And I'm talking to even if you're doing like campus ministry in the U.S., like college and outside of college are, are kind of different worlds, right? So you become an expert in the culture where you're serving. So think about that. That's one way that you're an expert. But what does it mean that we need you to be an expert? You see, part of your fundraising is actually ministering to those of us outside of your ministry, to those of us who uh, don't understand what you do, to those of us who are not living in the world that you live in, to those of us that maybe don't know the issues or the, um, the needs or, or all the things, all the dynamics of the situation that you're in, we need you to share what you know so that, uh, so that we have a better understanding and so that we can help, yes, but also so that, that, that our world is uh, broadened, that our prejudices are challenged, that so that we understand things with a little more of a nuance, and we can also then uh, be a better part of the solution. We can be, um, we won't um, clamor for solutions that aren't solutions, is, is I guess the best way that I can think of, of saying that. But you know, because when we think, when we don't really know about something, but we think we know about something, then we, um, then we come up with solutions that aren't really solutions, right? And then we tell, come and tell you, well, why aren't you doing that thing? You know, that thing that I think is a solution that you know really isn't. You know, maybe a movie comes out about the thing that you work in, you know? So we've had this, um, seen some discussion lately of this movie that's out about human trafficking. And that's the way some organizations function. But other organizations have had to um, come out and say, you know what, maybe that's how one organization functions. Maybe that's how some function. But for us, here's what we've learned. Here's what we know works. Here's the thing that we need you to consider about if you actually want to solve this problem. And that's why we come at it from this angle. You see how that works? 
So especially, you know, when you have news stories, when you have um, people that are asking questions and maybe you, you see people barking up the wrong tree or you see people who misunderstand what you do, you can tell stories to help bring them to a different viewpoint. And that's another reason that we need you to be the expert that you are. You just have to own it. So I'm not talking about um, climbing up on your soapbox and saying, I'm the expert and you need to listen to me. I'm, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that you tell us stories that illustrate this is why we do what we do the way we do it. Or you can actually tell, and this is really super relatable, is when you tell a failure story. Maybe you tried the other way. Maybe you tried something that people believe is the answer and you came in and you said, you know what? Yeah, we're going to do this thing. And you started that way. And this is something that, that I've experienced too. You start doing one thing and you go, whoa, that's, that actually doesn't work. Like that actually made it worse. Or, you know, and so what you can do is you can tell the story of how you learned to do it a different way. And then you're kind of all in it together in your story. So... Think about it when you're trying to think of what kind of stories to tell and what stories can I share with my supporters. Look at the, the place that you're serving. You're more of an expert on that place than they are. Think of the culture that you're serving. You're more of an expert on that. those people, that culture, the, the, the way things are done in that world than your supporters are often, you may have people that do have expertise. Well, then you need to draw them in and you need to attract them because with your expertise, right? They'll go, oh, these people know what they're doing. I should join them. That's a good thing, right? You know, you can look at the needs, you can look at the issues and just share what you've learned about them. These are not complex stories to tell. They're just stories that we miss a lot. And so I just want to remind you that these are perfectly valid stories. We hear so much about the transformation story where we, we, and the impact, right? We want to show the impact. We want to get our donors excited about what they've done. Yes, you do want to do that. But you have all these other stories you can tell too. And I don't want us to forget these stories. I don't want us to sit back and just kind of tell the same stories over and over or the same types of stories over and over. Share the journey and share your expertise with your supporters and they will, they will appreciate it. You know, um, one missionary that I just love his emails, he'll share a piece of artwork uh, done by a local artist there in his culture. It's a completely different culture on a, a different continent. And um, he exp- he doesn't just show it and say, this is a piece of artwork by so-and-so, an artist from this area. He'll explain what the artwork is about. And a lot of times it'll be things like everyday life, like women um, grinding, grinding up spices with a mortar and pestle, you know, uh, as a group. And he'll talk about what that process is like and about how the women talk together and the different t- wisdom that they share with one another as they do this activity. And it just gives us a little window to look into the lives of people that we as the donors are helping to serve in the community where this missionary is. And so it's, it's just types of things like that. It's sharing, right? 
that's you don't think of that often as expertise, but you're showing me something I didn't really know that I maybe I hadn't seen before, or maybe I had seen an image like that or a scene like that, but I didn't understand what really happens in that moment. And so you help me see it with new eyes. And that's what your expertise does. You you bring knowledge that we didn't have, but you also open our eyes to things we haven't seen before, and you help us understand things at a level we hadn't understood it before. That's what I mean when I say own your expertise. We need you to do that. We need you to bring that full experience that you're having out there on the field. And you know what? It'll help you too, because you're not alone. It'll be a great conversation starter. And um, I, I think you'll I think you'll discover a whole treasure trove full of stories that you can tell and you don't ever have to look at a blank page again. All right, that's it for this episode of the Life and Mission Podcast. I'm Kay Helm. Find your voice, tell your story, change the world. Hey, it's Kay here. There's one big truth about fundraising that people do not tell you when you start out. And that is, if you struggle to tell stories, you will struggle to raise funds. But what kinds of stories do you tell? How do you tell them? Where do you find them? How do you put them together? And how do you do all that while you're running your ministry, while you're doing all the work and all the things that you have to do? It does not have to be overwhelming. This is my good news. And also, I want you to hear this. Fundraising is not just about asking for money. Raising funds for your mission does not have to feel icky. Fundraising is really about relationships. It's about sharing stories with friends. And it's about being very clear about what it takes to accomplish great things together. I created the Mission Writers course to help you tell better stories, to know what stories to tell, when to tell them, how to tell them, where to find your stories. So go over to missionwriters.org. That's missionwriters, like you're writing. Missionwriters.org has all the details on the course and on the group coaching program. So you have two options. And if you love a missionary or a nonprofit leader who needs this course, gift certificates are available. So check it out at missionwriters.org and let's make 2024 your best year ever.